the liturgical sense of the readings at Mass. There is so much theology and Christology concerning the nativity of our Lord and the Christ sending, the Christ Mass, that is beneficial for our reflection and consideration. Yet, this one thing regarding the relationship that the Christmas event has with the liturgy of the Divine Symphony, I would like to address with you on this solemn occasion. That is, the nativity of our Lord is both timeless and new. And this timeliness and newness are recapitulated in the memorial of the liturgy of the Holy Mass. This is an apparent paradox. How can something be both timeless and new? This newness of the nativity of our Lord is evident in the readings throughout this day. From the visual mass to the mass during the night, the dawn and Christmas day, the readings from the prophet Isaiah and the Deuter-Isaiah repeatedly proclaim this reality. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5 For this child is born to us, a son is given us, Upon his shoulders, dominion rests. They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. Isaiah chapter 52 verse 8. Hark! Your sentinels raise a cry. Together they shout for joy. For they see directly before their eyes the Lord restoring Zion. Isaiah chapter 62 verse 2 nations behold your vindication in all kings your glory you shall be called by a new name bestowed by the mouth of the lord isaiah chapter 62 verse 11 see the lord proclaims to the ends of the earth say to dar zion your savior comes here is his reward with him his recompense before him. The second readings from Titus, Acts, and Hebrews also sings at a joy and newness found in God fulfilling his promise in his Son, our Lord, Christ Jesus. The language of newness is communicated in these texts through the language of purification. Titus chapter 3 verses 5 through 6 he saved us through the bath of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom he richly poured out on us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Titus chapter 3 verses 13 through 14. Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to deliver us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people as his own, eager to do what is good. Acts chapter 13 verse 24 John heralded his coming by proclaiming a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 When he had accomplished purification from sins, 
he took his seat at the right hand of the majesty on high. Mark is the only synoptic gospel that does not include the nativity of our Lord. So on this day we hear about the birth of Christ Jesus from Matthew, Luke, and then the Gospel of John addresses our Lord as the pre-existing Word of God that became flesh and made His dwelling among us. The rest of us born of the flesh might celebrate what we call a birthday, but what we are really celebrating is the fact that we are just a year older past our birth. What we do not do on our birthdays is pull out a picture the day we were born or pull out a crib where we were first laid in or, or, or place around that crib little statues of the doctor, the nurses, our parents and family members who had traveled from afar to be present on that day. We do not celebrate our birth in this way because we instinctively know that it would be pretentious to assume that our birth was a complete blessing for all. The nature of sin implies that people have been harmed by the fact that we were born. There is certainly someone on this planet who rues the day that we were born. We, we may not know them, we may not know who they are, but there is someone somewhere who is rightly screaming bloody curses at us right now, and we are very aware of that fact. The second reason we do not dare to celebrate our nativity event as we would the nativity of the Lord is because we realize that nothing permanently changed for the good in this universe by the event of our birth. We, we seem to instinctually think that our best days are yet to come rather than thinking that our best day was a day that we were born. Year 15, year 16, or year 50 seem to be more noteworthy than our inactivity. God is different than us, and we thank God that He thinks differently than us. And for this, the liturgy is other than the world. Sometimes at the end of a Norris Order liturgy, the priest celebrant might or some master ceremonies might ask, is anyone celebrating a birthday today? Which is a question that completely ruins what just happened in the liturgy. For not only is the liturgy not about us, but it does not care about our birth in as much as it cares about our rebirth in Christ. Even if it were appropriate to use the concluding rites in that way, the only question of importance would be who is celebrating their rebirth in Christ? To which everyone who had received the Holy Eucharist worthily should reply in the affirmative. Therefore, we must not even ask that question because the redundancy of it is just silly. Indeed, the liturgy is the Christ Mass, and at every divine symphony we celebrate the sending of Christ Jesus, which makes the nativity of our Lord timeless for every day of the year except one. And for nearly 2,000 years now, 
we Catholics have celebrated the birth of our Lord, who made his dwelling with us. Yet, although the nativity of the Lord is timeless in our way, it also makes us new in Christ. Through the liturgy and the sacraments, we are reborn in the waters of baptism, made new again through the sacraments of healing, confession, and anointing of the sick, reborn in a way through the sacraments of holy matrimony and holy orders, and made new again through worthy reception of the sacraments of the Holy Eucharist. Therefore, today, we rejoice in the newness of the Holy Infant and rejoice in the fact that through the liturgy and the sacraments of the Church, we have been given the timeless gift of that nativity event. This is just one way how the readings at Mass this Sunday connect to the liturgy and how the liturgy is forming us how to live our lives in the world. Be in the world which you have received through the liturgy. I am David L. Gray. Visit me online at davidlgray.info for more content and context about the liturgical sense of the scriptures.